Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Molière said, and I quote, The greater the obstacle, the more the glory in overcoming it. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Father, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father, we worship you, we adore you. Thank you for the opportunity to learn at your feet. Lord, you created us with freedom and dominion over every situation. Sin is what imposes tormentors over our lives. Father, we pray that today, through your word, we will receive inspiration to overcome and receive our liberations back. Every spirit being used by tormentors to torment our lives, career, and nation, we rebuke them in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Thank you, everlasting Father, for we have prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The topic of our message is overcoming tormentors. Overcoming tormentors. Our little text is taken from the book of Esther, chapter 9. We read verses 2 to 6. Esther 9, 2 to 6. The Jews gathered together in their cities throughout all the provinces of King Ahasuerus to lay hand on those who sought their harm, and no one could withstand them, because fear of them fell upon all the people. And all the officials of the prophecies, the satraps, the governors, and all those doing the king's work, helped the Jews, because the fear of Mordecai fell upon them. For Mordecai was great in the king's palace, and his fame spread throughout all the provinces. For this man, Mordecai became increasingly prominent. Thus, the Jews defeated all their enemies with the stroke of the sword, with slaughter and destruction, and did what they pleased 
with those who hated them. And in Susan, the citadel of Jews killed and destroyed 500 men. Brethren, who is a tormentor? Who is a tormentor? A tormentor is a person who inflicts severe mental or physical suffering or someone. There are many examples of tormentors in action. Many take pride in making lower human beings suffer just because they have the ability to inflict pain and sufferings unchallenged. The master-slave relationship, unfortunately, was not what our Lord Jesus taught us. The reality is that tormentors exist in homes, in churches, in workplaces, and in the society at large. They are happy to humiliate and denigrate others just for their own pleasure. What an irony. Whereas in John chapter 15 verse 15, Jesus said to his disciples, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard from my father have made known to you. The Bible described the heart of a tormentor in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 like this. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. This means, number one, a tormentor is a deceiver. A tormentor is a deceiver. They claim to have your interest in mind but they actually dig around you. It's second to what Yoruba in Southwest Nigeria call using thorn to scratch your back to ease itching. The tormentor puts up the image of a friend and helper for years. These years are for information gathering and familiarity. They will be so close that if an antidote to your afflictions are suggested, they will probably be the first person you will seek their advice on whether or not to accept such an antidote. Such fake friends are described in Psalm 55, verse 21, saying, The words of his mouth are smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet they were drawn swords. I pray that every pit dug by any pretender tormentor for any of us, they will fall into it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, a tormentor is desperately wicked. Many underrated brothers, friends, service workers, and they only end up regretting their lives. A goat may wrongly assume because he does not eat a lion. Lion too should not eat the goat. Fortunately, when a goat sees the eyes of a lion, he will know 
that this is not a domestic animal like him. He runs, and hopefully it won't be too late. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 7 says, Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their path. The solution for such men is to avoid them and run as fast as your legs can carry you at their appearance. I pray that today our great God will separate our path from that of tormentors in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three, they are unpredictable. Tormentors are unpredictable. When you treat tormentors as human beings, you are making a big mistake. They are never satisfied with any limited wickedness. They are devil incarnates. Don't ever think there is an evil that they cannot perpetrate. They represent thieves to the body, soul, and spirit. And this is described in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10a, saying, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Every tormentor that wants to steal your joy, kill your business and trade, and destroy your fortune, I stand as an oracle of God that they shall be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, what is the mission of a tormentor? What is the mission of a tormentor? The tormentor can be misconstrued as a disciplinarian or a reformer. The declared objective will look similar to this, but a cursory look at the actual actions will reveal otherwise. Some teachers are so good in caning that you will think that caning is a skill that they learn in teachers' college. The fear they create in students will make them forget that the essence of schooling is to learn and to be disciplined. A tormentor is diligent about designing punitive actions in day-to-day running under the guise of a discipline system. A tormentor reviews the policies to ensure that successive pitfalls are created on the way of the target victim. The objective is to cause pain and agony. I pray that everyone causing pain and agony in our lives business and families, God will arise and terminate their instruments and power of torment in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Psalm 56 verse 11 says, In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? God, I pray that the plan and the power of the callous men to cause fear, discomfort, pain, and agony to our lives 
be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, how do we overcome tormentors? How do we overcome tormentors? We need to first realize that tormentors are men. They are human beings. Mean men. They are not God. The best way to handle them is to report them to God. God has not created any man that he cannot control or deal with. That's why he is God. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 14 says, Happy is the man who is always reverent, but he who had in his heart will fall into calamity. Every man who had in his heart against the instructions of God will fall into calamities. If in doubt, ask Pharaoh. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it also says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, we also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Bearing and enduring torment can make somebody to become a slave. I mean, it got to a point that the Israelites became so used to the slavery and torment in Egypt that a little challenge in the course of overcoming their tormentors, they challenged Moses. In Exodus chapter 14, verses 11 and 12, they confessed, saying, Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in this wilderness? Why have you dealt so with us, to bring us up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that was told you in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we should die in the wilderness. Wow. Never get used to torment and slavery. The following roots will get you out of slavery and make you subdue your tormentors. Number one, cry unto God. Cry unto God. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 3, verse 7, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their cry because of their tax masters. For I know their sorrows. In prayers and supplications, do not keep quiet. You have only one life to live. Any evil taskmaster or slave driver that has made our lives miserable, let God arise and raise a Moses and Joshua of our time to deliver us today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God asked in Isaiah chapter 15, verse 20b, Is my hand shutting at all that it cannot redeem? Or have I no power to deliver? Indeed, with my rebuke, I dry up the sea 
May God rebuke to dry up all national tormentors in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number two, check yourself. Check yourself. Many have sent themselves to slavery by the works of their hand. Many have by the greed of their acts. Every nation deserves the leadership that they get. Let's examine ourselves and see where we have trusted men in yesteryears and they have become our tormentors today. Are we not going back to the same course? First Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Let us ask for wisdom in order not to get it wrong again. Even in our private lives, let God direct. The looks may be deceptive, and tormentors have the tendency to deceive all the time. Please, also raise your game by volunteering to lead. This will put more credible candidates to lead communities and thereby edge out tormentors. I pray that all that may have come to deceive us with sweet talk and raw energy, without a plan for help in our situation, we always be disappointed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three, be united against the foe. Let us be united against the foe. In the passage we read, the Jews overcame their tormentors by unity of purpose. There is nothing that will be impossible for us if we are united in our call to God and cooperation against any tormentor. Our voice must be one. Our purpose must be one. And we must see our issues beyond personal gain and personal objectives. The tormentor's most effective weapon to cling on to their position of authority is the division of the ones that are being tormented. I pray that the grace to be able to face every gang of tormentors in one accord, God will grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four, let God take charge. Let God take charge. When Goliath was tormenting the Israelites, he became rude and challenged the army of Israel to a fight. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 10, Goliath said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. In our nation, our tormentors have defied the army of our living God. May God raise a David on our behalf in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then, how long David will be able to say, like in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 45 to 47. 
Then David said to the Philistine, You came to me with a sword, with a spear, with a javelin, but I came to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is of the Lord, and he will give you into our hands. I pray that from now on, the Lord of hosts will take over the battle using his own hand that can kill or make alive without weapons to destroy our tormentors in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brethren, every tormentor of our lives, our families, our nation, every tormentor of the world, hear the word of God. Your time is over. God will arise today and derobe you of every armor and honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. From now on, brethren, receive your freedom, receive your dominion, receive your victory and liberty over every tormentor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every instrument of the tormentor be turned against them from now on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We are set free and liberated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for your interest and patience in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Kindly share with others. You can also listen to this message and previous ones on podcast streaming, codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. Father and our God, we thank you 
Thank you for exposing the weaknesses of our tormentors. Thank you for rebuking them to surrender and be consumed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Like you commanded against the Egyptians at the Red Sea. All the tormentors that we see around us, we will see them no more in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.